Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Plotty Time. The final episode of season four, right? I think season What? Four. High five. Yeah. yeah, that's right. This is the end of season four. This is episode number 206. This is Plotty Times, best reviewed games of 2022, part two. With me is Chomp Slap. What's up? And then Dr. Scientist is here too. What's up? Oh. I'm Papa Scotch. And just to give everybody a quick review over there, what were the top four games of 2022? Chomp Slap, what were they? Do you remember them? I mean, it was a week ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That was so long ago. Yeah, we had <sighs> Murder uh, Soul Suspect was three. Yep. We had uh, the Sly, Sly three. game. Sly game was in there. Sly three. Yep, yep, yep. Second Sight. Yep. Second Sight and that other one. Uh, it was a Papa Scotch pick. Shadow Warrior. Shadow Warrior. Uh, Thank you. So you had Shadow Warrior was a Papa Scotch pick, Sly 3, and Second Sight were Dr. Scientist picks, and Murdered Soul Suspect was a Chump Slap pick, so this could go anyway. This is. It's a close one. So we're just going to get right into it. We're coming in hot with the number two game that we reviewed for 2022. Coming in at number two. Unfortunately, this one is a scientist pick. What a fucking surprise. (laughs) (laughs) This is episode 189, first aired September 22nd, 2022. Ooh, we had a hot streak in there in August, September. Yeah, we really, like, (laughs) mid-August to end of September, we really crushed it. But uh, this game, narrative classic, one of the best there has ever been, ever. The Last of Us. Oh, oh fuck yeah! How could, I didn't even know. I, didn't, I forgot we did it. Seriously, if you would have asked me what would have hit number one, if I remembered this, <laughs> <laughs> number one we did way early in the year. But you know, we'll get to it. The Last of Us classic. All three of us have played it. I remember playing it when it first came out in 2013 because it was that brief three month stretch when I was living on Franklin Avenue. Oh, yeah. I had moved out of the upstairs apartment at the crematorium. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Scientist was still there in the downstairs, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I believe you were. And I remember just sitting on the floor in that shitty living room and just playing it in like the the corner fucking hutch cabinet where the TV was in there just over and over again. But did you guys play it when it first came out or did you guys get to it later? Uh, Later. Well, a little bit later. What was it originally like, on? PS3? Yeah, it was originally on PS3. I think I played it on the 3, and then wasn't there a 4 version? It oh, was yeah. probably given away for PS Plus at one point. Yeah. That's probably when I played it. I definitely played it twice, though. Yeah, I know I played it for PS3, and I for sure played it on PS4, because it was on. It was one of those games I installed for PS4, and it just sat there looking at me for like a year and a half, and I was like, <laughs> oh, whatever. And then I played it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it... It's a game. They're coming out with a TV show next year. But basically, the story is you've got Ellie and you've got Joel. Joel's a smuggler. An he asshole. Is, oh, yeah. I mean, he's taking it. He's a huge Piece asshole. of shit. God, nobody likes him. Oh, no, absolutely not. We go over all this in the episode, which you should listen to. But, uh, yeah, so basically, Joel is tasked with smuggling Ellie all the way to a facility in Colorado, I believe, where they have to figure out. They have to study Ellie because well, she's they're just trying to find the fireflies, zombie disease that's going on. 
think she eventually ends up in Utah. They figure she'll be the cure. Yeah, because she's not affected by the fungus. Which, that's silly to even put all your eggs in that basket. Oh, yeah. You got to do something. But, you know. I don't know, listen to the episode. It was fucking awesome. It was a really great episode. We nailed it for sure. Dude, people have told me if I could listen to one episode for the rest of my life on an island. Sly Cooper? Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Sly Cooper. <laughs> I don't even remember what we talked about in that episode. That was no. 2019. That was pre-pandemic. Yeah, man. Ugh. Shit must have been great. Oh, yeah, definitely. We were all less beaten down. At that yeah. <laughs> Didn't hate. Life as much. Didn't know there was a second check foo at that time either. It was uh, a nice time to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Last of Us, here's the clip. Scientists, why don't you lead us into it? Now. (laughs) Beautiful. Perfect. Kind of a shit. Anyway, you eventually track down Robert, and you find out that he gave the guns to the Fireflies, and you're like, well, you owe to us, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He's like, nope, gave him the fireflies. Sucks to be you. And Tess is like, oh, well, I'll shoot you anyway, because that's going to get our problem solved. Oh, it feel, probably feels good. I, a lot of this world is uh, solving your problems with violence. Yeah, swift and quick violence without any real deliberation. Yeah, no thinking about it. That's how the world works. Mm. So she's like, Tess is like, why don't we just go steal the guns back from the fireflies and figure out what happened here? Smart. So you eventually run into a woman named Marlene, who is a leader of the Fireflies, maybe the leader. I do not know for sure how the Firefly structure is. No, she's some kind of like higher up. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know exactly what. But, but, she, but she's like, ah, well, we already got the guns. There's nothing you can do about it. But uh, I'll give you some and I'll give you more if you do something for me. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. She's like, well, you're smugglers, right? Well, why don't you do some human smuggling for me? Okay. Which is a jump. I, 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 it's not that much of a logical leap, but it seems like a whole different thing. Well, they're good at getting past security or whatever, so. <laughs> I guess. Or so we're led to believe. Yeah, they're smugglers, so they're like, you guys smuggle, right? Take this person out. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. They're like, deal. We'll take the person out. You give us guns. Sounds good. So they bring this little girl named Ellie out. Tess and Marlene are like, all right. I'm going to show her how the guns go and you just kind of hang out with Ellie and I'll just make sure the guns exist. So you kind of just like go and Joel and Ellie kind of wait and sleep and wait for Tess to come back. And uh-huh. Tess is like, oh no, they're real. It's kind of like the golden suitcase from. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> like, no, no, we're good. Oh, we're we good. good. We good. We good. <laughs> and she's like, let's do this. We'll meet her up at the fireflies and deliver Ellie to them. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to smuggle Ellie out. And give her the fireflies. They don't know exactly why, and their morality doesn't really care, I guess. So you get you try and sneak out, evade people, do all this other kind of sneaky stuff, and get out. But eventually, you get caught by some patrols, some <laughs> law enforcement patrols. Yeah, so you're not a very good smuggler. After no, all. no, <laughs> no, no. You got caught by them pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. but I mean. A whole extra person. Well, you're moving guns, too. They don't move by themselves. Yeah, this is terrible. You're right. They're bad smugglers. Yeah. But you don't have the guns yet, so. But I mean, no, if you normally smuggle guns. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guns don't move by themselves. You only got to carry them. Well, also, we don't know how this interaction would have went if it was just, like, Joel and Tessa. 
Like, because yeah. they tried to bribe him. They threw that out there. Mm-hmm. And the guys were then interrupted by what comes next. But maybe maybe they could have, maybe this was just everyday shit. And they're like, here's uh, 20 food rations. Why don't you just look the other way? Yeah. yeah. Which but I mean, that is kind of a stretch. It's a stretch, I know. But Food rations are like the cigarettes of prison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they were saying, like, there was definitely food scarcity because in the beginning they were saying, like, how... Uh, people were in line for the rations, and they're like, we don't have anything. We'll open up when we actually do. Yep. So, food's a problem here. Mm-hmm. And then the patrol, like, scans each of them, or maybe checks their blood some quick. I don't know exactly what they do. They're like, oh, my God, she's infected, after they scan Ellie. And then Tess and Joel kill the guards. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, she gave us someone infected. She's trying to kill us. And she's like, no. Yeah, she must have set us up. Yeah, yeah. I was bitten three weeks ago. Look, look. And then eventually they figure out that uh, Ellie is immune to the fungus somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that she's being smuggled to the fireflies to find a vaccine, which whatever. We'll ignore that for now. A cure, not a vaccine, obviously. Well, yeah, something like that. So like, all right, we'll do this. So you sneak out some more. You end up fighting clickers and whatever because mm-hmm. clickers are the normal chaff enemy i guess the zombies are but these aren't these aren't far behind i guess like this a lot of this so far is just tutorial stuff and introducing you to enemies and how to jump around and stuff like that yeah so eventually you make your way to where you're supposed to meet the fireflies at the capitol building in boston Mm -hmm. and you get there and they're all dead great yeah and then tess is like hey i've been bitten (laughs) Maybe I'm immune too. <laughs> She's like, I can't stay around. Two days, I'm going to be turned into one of those things. Let's uh, just leave me here and go without me. Go on without me. Yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah, and she does. Like, she's this cold, murderous, you know, smuggler just like Joel is. But this is where I guess she takes a stand. She's like, no, this is bigger than any of our bullshit. Like, you got to get her there. Like, you yeah. have to. All of a sudden, they have morals. Well, yeah, all of a sudden she has morals, exactly. Not, she's like, well, go get the fucking guns. Dude, finish the job. Well, she doesn't care about the guns anymore. How do you know? Because she doesn't make any attempt. She sounds more like, hey, you got to save she humanity. She does seem, yeah, well, you're right. So this this would definitely be a sack move, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's a sack move. Sack That's move. a bingo board. After they decide to that Joel is going to try and find his brother Tommy, because Tommy used to be with the Firefly, so he might know where to go. Which seems like a stretch. Classic Tommy, dude. Especially because you have no idea where Tommy is. Yeah, you'll find him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Uh, Then Tess does her sack move and gets you out. So you travel north some bit, and you're like, we got to find a vehicle. I got this buddy, Bill, who, uh, you know, has a vehicle. He he owes me one. He'll give me it. So you find Bill. It kind of jumps to it. It's I guess it's in more in Massachusetts or somewhere around there, but whatever. Yeah, I think you're heading south or no. Well, I thought point. it was north to try, but whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're just traveling, killing killing clickers, killing people. Normal. Mm-hmm. Then you eventually mm-hmm. find yep. Bill, and Bill doesn't seem exactly thrilled to see you. Nope. Which? He fucked him over once, yeah. apparently. Yeah, Bill very much is living his own life out there and does not want to be bothered by anybody. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I got this safe spot. Fucking leave me alone. Who does the voice for Bill? He sounded very familiar. I didn't look. He did, but I don't, I don't know. I could take a look. Yeah. Anyway, Bill's like, hey, if you stop talking to me, I'll make you a car. You just got to find the parts that are scattered around this town. So it's just a fetch quest. Yeah, Ellie's being a real brat here, talking shit all the whole time. Well, Ellie's a brat the whole time. I know. 
Oh, just because she's immune to some kind of fungus. So Bill was voiced by a guy by the name of W. Earl Brown. Oh, yeah, I know him. Mm. Uh, he has quite an extensive resume, but he's certainly one of, you know, oh, that guy? You know, one of those? Yeah. Guys. Yeah. But he's been in, like, Deadwood. He's been in Preacher. Uh, Classic, Porcupine, like, the short. Like, rough. I don't know. There's a ton of shit. Yeah, ton of shit. Got it. So you run around this little town trying to find parts and stuff for Bill, but they're gone. Someone must have stolen, Bill says. Mm-hmm. Right. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of stuff about Bill and his partner. Eventually, you get find a working car, and uh, you, you end up starting it. Which, like, push it and start it. Yeah, push start it. Right. So uh, you get the car, you turn it on, you drive, you drop Bill off, and you're like, catch you later, Bill, and drive away. <laughs> we square. Yeah, we square. Never see you again, Bill. Yeah. So you start traveling. <laughs> and here's your, where you find out Ellie stole shit from this poor Bill. She's the kind of bitch like that. Yeah, yeah she took a comic book. Yeah. Right? So you start traveling, and you end up around Pittsburgh. Perfect. And, uh, of course, you get ambushed or whatever. Mm-hmm. You lose the vehicle. You get in a fight. It's just another point where they're saying, never pick up a hitchhiker. <laughs> yeah. 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 A guy was, like, faking an injury and be like, help, help, help. Yeah. And she's like, should we stop? And Joel's like, fuck this. This is a trap. I've done this. And then <laughs> yeah. 20 right years there. ago, before the thing, you didn't do it. And now, all of a sudden, you're picking up hitchhikers? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. You end up in this... And the, Joel ends up in a fight with a guy, and he's, the guy starts, like, drowning Joel in a puddle. Mm-hmm. And Ellie ends up shooting the guy, which is kind of, a, I guess, supposed to be a big moment for Ellie. She doesn't want to kill people. Yeah. This is her first yeah, person she ever killed, I think. Yeah. And I think she likes it. Yeah. It's like a loss of innocence situation, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she was she stole the magazines. I mean, that's kind of not innocent. But well, however, <laughs> there's a... Slight difference between yeah, you think? Well, if you're trying to make someone seem innocent it. beforehand, you shouldn't have them be doing this. The childhood innocence. Yeah, yeah, come on. Perfect. Man. She grew up real fast during this trip. There you go. <laughs> I, you go looking around. Joel go, ends up going and looking around for more things. And you get Ellie to be a sniper at one point, which mm-hmm. seems odd to me that whatever. Yeah, like why do you have to go through that section of the town? You know, or how would she even be good at being a sniper? That was my question for all of this Pittsburgh stuff. Why didn't they just go around the city? Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I thought they were looking for some way to get out. I don't know. Yeah, they are like stuck in the city now. They're just going to drive through, so they got trapped inside. I don't know. Whatevs. Yeah, we won't. We don't have to do it. Yeah. And eventually, while you're traveling through, you end up meeting two people: a man named Henry and his younger brother Sam. All right, cool. Team up. Yep. Hey, four people are better than two. That's right. And uh, and Henry's like, hey, why don't we go to my secret spot and chat for a little bit? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so uh, you trust him. Yeah. You end up going to his hideout and talking, and you tell him that you're trying to meet the fireflies, and he's like, well, there's this abandoned radio tower over there. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get to. There's some interesting stuff there. Let's uh, travel over there. So that's what you do. Yeah, that's where the rest of his team was supposed to meet up. Yeah, he got yeah he got separated from. It's it's really pointless. Yeah, they're looking for fireflies too. And these are like the first people that they've met outside of Boston that aren't complete pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. So that I thought that was a big moment. 
But anyway, as you were saying. You end up traveling, trying to travel to this radio tower, killing things, you know, the normal whatever, whatever. Can chased, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And you end up jumping into a river to avoid being killed. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember if it was from zombies or from people chasing you. It's people. It doesn't matter. It's people in armored cars. Oh, like yeah. Mad Max stuff. Yeah. <laughs> armored cars. It uh, was. <laughs> whatever local murder group is around. Yeah, you know. you know how it is. Oh, that's a great t-shirt. Local, local murder, murder group. group. <laughs> local murder group? Ooh, yeah. Good. Okay, okay. You end up washing up on sore. Well, not really washing up because Henry and Sam save you. Mm-hmm. Amazing that they found you. Yeah, right. And they're like, hey, man, I saved your life. Let's keep going to that tower. So that's what you do. Sounds good. And then they kind of like stop at a safe house, some kind of house. Right. Just to spend the night. Sure, sure. And uh, there's a scene of Ellie and Sam talking. Real bonding moment. Yeah. And then you kind of realize that Sam's been bitten. Mm Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like, they kind of keep it secret for a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're, it's kind of a narrator knows he's bitten. Mm-hmm. They yeah, end up yeah. going to sleep, and uh, they wake up the next day, and Ellie walks out, and then all of a sudden, Sam turns into one of these raving zombies and attacks Ellie. Bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real fast. Well, you think that's a bummer? <laughs> Wait until you hear what Henry does. Ooh. <laughs> so as, he's, as Sam's attacking Ellie, Henry shoots Sam after some arguing back and forth with uh, Joel. Yeah. Every time I see one of these where somebody's in like a standoff pointing a gun at someone and somebody else is like, don't point that gun. I think of that Reservoir dog scene where it's like, don't point that gun at my dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, Henry ends up shooting his little brother and then instantly is sad enough to kill himself. Yeah, well, it makes sense. His yeah. whole crew's uh, gone and what the hell else does he have well, to live for? He doesn't even know his crew's gone yet. He does. They're at the oh, are they? tower here. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> this is kind of another, I guess, growing up moment for everybody in there. Yeah, another sad heartstring tugger. More misery. That's what this game does. Mm-hmm. Absolute misery. And somehow, I guess, you start traveling again. Because then it cuts to fall, and you end up in Jackson, Wyoming, which is a long way from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they're basically on foot. Yeah. I don't- yeah. I don't know if you can make that on foot. Not in one pair of shoes. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dynamite edition. Yes. (laughs) Not in the couple of months that it says that. Well, maybe they could. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the seasons were before that. I don't know how far you can walk in a day. Well, you got to think too. Like they had to go slow, right? They couldn't just grab a, like a huffy bike and get on the road and just go down main streets in every town. Like you had to go slow through the countryside. Sneaking. There's a lot of big cities right when you start out. I mean, a lot of it's empty space mm-hmm. between Pittsburgh sure. and Wyoming, but you got to go through like Ohio and whatever. Maybe everybody's dead there. We don't know. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, you get to this like, it's kind of almost a fortress type area around a dam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, your brother's there. Maybe that, maybe you knew he was you there. You had to know he was there. I guess. There's no way you're accidentally stumbling upon him in Wyoming. Well, maybe they cut out a couple of months of him finding out where Tommy was. Yeah, following trails. I don't... Yeah, it couldn't have been just he stumbled upon it. Like, there had to be... Like, he got intel at some point during the game. We just missed it or something. Yeah. Or he knew that that's where Tommy was headed last. Yeah, yeah. very well. You know. I don't know how long they haven't talked. Yeah, it's been a while, though. But then that doesn't make sense. Like, okay, so they have, it, we get the impression that they're, they had a fight. 
Tommy left. And at this point, he was like part of the Fireflies. So it makes sense where he's like, hey, I'm going out west to the Firefly things in Wyoming. I would understand that. But when you find Tommy, you get the impression that they just got this hydro plant. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it like just arrived. Yeah. yeah. They're like setting up the electricity and stuff. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, I don't. You must have stumbled upon him, I guess. What's the, what are the odds? You know, I know. I know. Brotherly intuition. <laughs> <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic world i wouldn't even know where to look for either of my brothers yeah. i'd be like they're dead <laughs> <laughs> if they weren't in their home i got nothing i yeah. got no second guess exactly my phone doesn't work here <laughs> <laughs> i wonder how long phones would work i don't know because satellites are still up there well i don't think you use satellites for phones satellite phones well, i mean yeah the internet's pretty resilient when you lose a node others take over for it you could lose a lot of it and it'll still operate yeah, all you need is electricity yeah yeah and i mean these data centers are designed to go off like gas powered backups for yeah. a long time but still eventually like it wouldn't be 20 years yeah, <laughs> yeah. no yeah no, no yeah. one would be doing the maintenance like it would just yeah eventually just go to shit you explain this whole situation to tommy and he's like you're like i just got to get ellie to wherever they are and he's, and he's like oh whatever and he's like, you take him. Yo, I'll do it. There's a whole bunch of bullshit. But anyway, Ellie takes a horse and runs off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're trying to dump her on Tommy. Tommy so he can take her the rest of the way, and then you can head back. And then Tommy's like, okay, fine. And then <laughs> yeah. she takes off. Uh, which, uh, I don't even know why Tommy would do that, but whatever. I don't know Tommy. Yeah, you don't know. Maybe he wants... I only know Tommy's brother, and he's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to all yeah, that. Yeah. So you end up chasing after her and you find her reading a diary in a ha- in a random house somewhere and Ellie's just whining about life. It's um, it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knows you're going to try to ditch her. Yeah, cuz whatever. Teenagers know everything. Mm-hmm. You eventually get her and you ride back and Joel's like, "Don't worry, Tommy, you don't have to take her. I'll take her." Change my mind after all this fucking Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, my life has changed in this past two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Tommy's just like, hey, I know the Fireflies used to have a lab at the University of Eastern Colorado. Is that a real thing? I don't even know. I don't know, but that's where they're going. And Joel's like, all right, I'll take her there. He's like, see you, Tommy. Take one of your horses. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, have it, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then the next thing is cut is you're at the University of Eastern Colorado, and of course it's in ruins. Oh, no. You find out after some walking around that the Fireflies have all left. Oh, no. But conveniently, there's like a little tape recorder there, and it's like, hey, we went to Salt Lake City, which I don't know why you'd go there. There's a nice hospital there. (laughs) That's where they went. I'm sure the university has a nice hospital. Yeah, but this one's nicer. (laughs) <laughs> oh there you go no I think they said something like because they found the tape recorded message and I think he said something like everyone's dead like we're ba- everyone yeah. yeah everyone's either dead or left like they've all gone fell back to this place yeah so, they're like there's some there. people in Salt Lake so we're going which there. means I gotta start buying tape recorders in case the world ends and I can just record messages for people yeah absolutely you guys aren't doing that no, I, I leave like, really I have like three around my house <laughs> just you update them periodically no nope. yes. <laughs> every time you leave the house all right I'm going to work if you find me my last place was at work <laughs> <laughs> and then your second recorder is there in case you leave that place yeah I see what you're doing that's Bread smart crumbs if you came to work to I find guess. me I'm no longer here 
I might have went back home. <laughs> yeah, it's just a loop yeah. back and forth. But then guess what? People what? attack. Oh, no. Joel doesn't get fucked up or nothing, does he? <laughs> no, not at first. No. He kills a bunch of people, and then guess what? Joel what? gets fucked up. Ah, shit. He falls on a piece of rebar. I wasn't an idiot. And then this part looks painful when Ellie kind of pulls him off of it. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, Joel's all fucked up. And uh, Ellie fights her, her way out, saving Joel and her, and they get on their horse. Which is weird that the people who broke in didn't either take the horse or kill the horse. But whatever. Yeah. And you ride off. Then it cuts to winter. Winter time. Oh. Somewhere. I don't know exactly sure. Somewhere between Colorado and Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of shows that Joel's recovering from her injuries and Ellie's just like taking care of him, hunting things, bringing him food, trying to heal him up so they can get going again. Did you know that you can't just eat rabbits? Yeah, you can starve on rabbit meat. Yeah, you can starve if you eat rabbits. It's weird. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. that it's it doesn't like have so deficient in, yeah, shit, yeah. in things you need that if you just eat only rabbits, you'll die. It's too lean. Interesting. I did not know that. And I bet some of our listeners didn't either. I don't even remember where I heard that. It wasn't this game. No. I think it was a Locust song called Starving on Rabbit Meat or something like that. It that was probably right. It was that probably right. a YouTube video I watched, actually. <laughs> Might have been Survivor Man. I did not watch Survivor Man. But mm. Anyway. Ellie goes out and hunts something, and she runs into some guys, and she chases down a deer. Well, she chases down a deer, then runs into guys. A guy named David, who is voiced by Nolan North. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he? I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I, he sounded so familiar, I had to look it up. Even more so than Bill. It's understandable. And then uh, Ellie's like, well, I'm going to shoot you in the head with an arrow if you don't go get me medicine, and then I'll trade you the deer. So the guy that's with David like, runs back, and you know, David and Ellie have some heart-to-hearts. Mm-hmm. Just waiting for the medicine to come back. Clickers attack. You know, David and her fight him off. Oh, God. That was a wave defense of the garage. I remember yes, being was, a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, because you were upside down and the, the aiming was all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And there's barely any ammo. Yeah. After you fight them all off, they kind of just like sit down and start a fire and talking. And then Dave starts talking about a group of people he sent out from his village that, uh you know, were killed by a guy and a girl. <gasps> what? Oh, my God. Those were the bandits that fucked up Joel. Yeah. What? Small world, dude. Small small world. world. Yeah. Small, huge world. (laughs) Which is kind of odd. But anyway, Ellie gets the medicine and goes back to Joel after, you know, fighting our way out of this little situation. Sure. And uh, she injects the thing right into Joel's wound, which also seems painful. Mm, Yeah. Well, that wound did not look like it was feeling good anyway, so couldn't hurt. Yeah. Wonder when the last time he had his tetanus shot was. That's what it was. It was just a tetanus shot. <laughs> yeah. And of course, David's guys followed her there because, you know, it's snow and she's on horseback. So yeah, it's trail. pretty obvious. Even I could follow that trail. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So Ellie's like, I got to get out of here and protect Joel. And she kind of runs away on the horseback and the horse ends up falling down a cliff and Ellie gets caught. I believe they kill the horse. Yeah. Yeah, because they even yell like, shoot the horse. And then someone finally gets it. Mm-hmm. Like no one thought of that. I, and of course they're going to eat the horse. That's well, they want to save the horse if they could, you know. Well, it's That's nice true. to have a horse. That's true. And the second best thing is to eat the horse. Yeah, right. It's like, we don't got oats. Shoot the horse. <laughs> so Ellie kind of gets knocked out and taken his place. And she wakes up in a cage. Nice. Mm-hmm. And there's some random dude butchering some other random dude right in front of her. Because every post-apocalyptic thing has to have a, a cannibal 
yeah, level. I thought that too. I was like, damn, there's always cannibals, man. I can't think of a game that doesn't have cannibals. Yeah. No, no, I'm not a post-apocalyptic game. No. There's always the cannibal group. That's yeah. always a thing that's going on. That should be a bingo board piece. <laughs> post-apocalyptic cannibal people. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> P-A-C-P. <laughs> I'm just going to put that, and we're going to have to figure it out later. That sounds good. Yeah, just leave P-A-C-P. We can make it fit any game. <laughs> well, there you go. That was a little clip of The Last of Us from when we were... Oh God, it was like three months ago. Where were? Where have we gone? Dude... I've been in the same place. Yeah. For years. He has been. <laughs> Jesus. We just talked about it when I moved into this place. <laughs> <laughs> we just did. We're setting a timeline. So that was the number two game, The Last of Us. Before we get to number one, we have to, have to, have to talk about the bottom five games that we reviewed uh, in 2022 because, oh boy, we got some stinkers. Oh, here. man. Do we have a I an obvious winner of who picked these? <laughs> Oh, God damn it, we do. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder oh. who it is. <laughs> Did I play my hand too early, guys? Is that what you're saying? Okay, so what we're going to count down five to one. We're going to give you guys a score. We're going to talk about it a little bit. We're going to talk about how much we hated it. And the first one was a chump slap pick, by Fuck the way. Yeah, man. How many points? At number five, this is eight points. Ooh. And it is prison break. The conspiracy. Uh, the game was yeah, terrible. fans, good, good call on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's hating the fans again. He's back at hating the fans. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a fan pick. Like, do you guys think you would have liked it more if you'd have seen the show? Like, would that have? No, helped? I no. think I would have hated it more. It wasn't even about the same stuff the show was about. Yeah, I think the show was actually. It was about a guy who kind of knew those people. It was the main people in the show. Yeah, they were in it, but you did you play like a guy who was on the outside of that? Oh, I think you were. Because you definitely didn't do the stuff that the Prison Break guys did in the show. I don't remember. I just remember so many goddamn things where you're like, I need a screwdriver. So you go to this guy. You're like, hey, you're the guy that has the screwdrivers. And he's like, yeah, man, I can get you a screwdriver. Goddamn right, I can get you a screwdriver. <laughs> but I need you to go get a fucking wax yeah. handle from this guy. Yeah. Okay. Then you go to that guy and you're like, hey, I need a wax candle. And he's like, why? And you're like, none of your business. I need a wax candle. What do I need to do? Fight these nine people. Well, get me some cigs. I just remember thinking this prison had less security than my high school. <laughs> yeah, because you could basically do what you yeah, want. Yeah, because you were like just walking into the library willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you? No, no, wait. You snuck into the, the fucking warden's office like four times. Yeah, yeah, that's right. To steal things. Didn't our library have metal detectors? Yeah. In the 1990s? Well, it had the. So you weren't stealing the books. Oh, that's right. They weren't metal detectors. Yeah. It was just, yeah, okay. Like anti-theft shit. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you weren't both so sure about it, I would have probably said you were wrong and argued with you. <laughs> I definitely think there was a thing, like, right after you came in. Yeah, it was like two, it was just, yeah, it was anti-theft like stuff. Like, just like Walmart thing. things. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wasn't yeah, it, right. like, when you came in, it didn't go off, you went to, like, the right-hand side through a different area without the thing, because they didn't care, like, what you came in with. No, you walked in and out the same door. Yeah. It All wasn't right. in the door. It was slightly it, it was in, It was in front of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, behind it, I guess, if you're walking in. Oh, yeah. This is some real inside. Wow. Yeah, good stuff. But I haven't been to that library, obviously, since 98. I went there. I don't think it exists. I wonder if it's <laughs> as big as I remember it being. Because I remember it being pretty big. I wonder if I can go there and ask them what they're doing with their old Dewey Decimal System fucking card catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I... 
I'm going to go off on a little side story. But the wife and I were in New York, and we were walking around just in New York, just dicking around, killing time. And we found an antique shop, and we walked in, and it actually had one of those. One of the uh, the cabinets, the, the Dewey Decimal card holder thing. Dude, I'd love one for my magic cards. Those people there were selling it for like $700. I'm like, fucking really? Do you have any idea how many libraries were just throwing those out? When they were switching to computers. I know, man. And you're sitting here trying to sell it for 700 bucks. Come on. Cheap. I bet you could find one of you. Anyway, you know, we're not, we're not talking about <laughs> yeah. a fucking card, but that would be a sick way to store your magic cards. I know, right? So prison break conspiracy. We all fucking hated it at number five. But at number four, this was maybe possibly a Papa Scotch pick. <laughs> it was a Papa Scotch pick. This was a sequel to a game I believe I picked the original as well. Saw 2. Oh, you did. You picked Saw last year. You gave it a 7. I I will actually go and check. It does not matter because the game was terrible. It was, Chump. And we gave the original game a 17 way back on October 28th, 2021. Yeah, because it was actually way better than this. Yeah, because this one was like almost two and a half. This was the son of the guy from the first game. Oh, yeah, that everyone... Thought he caused the suicide. Oh, yeah. that's right, because then he took the notes from his dad and then wrote the whole yeah. story. This was yeah, This was a weird story. It was story. terrible, dude. Because that wasn't why the dad killed himself. No, yeah. but we knew that because we saw the dad kill himself because he was so fucking broke up because he couldn't catch Jigsaw. Right. Because he was just so obsessed with catching Jigsaw, which, sure, I mean, I'll buy that. Why not? But then we get to the second game, and he ended up in the canon ending, I guess, killing himself. Well, he, he killed himself in the first game. But that, that's the, the canon ending when the second game starts, and everyone just thinks... It's because of this, the journalist's son. Yeah. The son who wrote the story made him do it, which right off the bat means they rewrote the history of the first game or they took a weird turn and just like never established that's what happened. Well, it also had that horrible right off the bat decided your fate thing. Oh, that's right. Like the first part of the game, which is kind of like the tutorial. Yeah. And if you did, you played somebody else. If you decided your fate, you your life there. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think it's kind of ballsy. I kind of like it. It is super ballsy, but. In hindsight, it's fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, like when you're going through it, you're like, whatever, here's the tutorial, I'll just go through whatever. <laughs> it's you're like, not oh, thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, it's like you talk to someone, it's like, did you play the game? Yeah. But you didn't sacrifice yourself in the beginning. That's the better ending. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I believe we talked about this because why would you? Yeah, why would you think Exactly. That? Like, they didn't say anything about your character dying and that being the end of the game you, you were had just no like, idea what the fucking narrative was you, just, <laughs> you had absolutely no idea what the gravity of that decision right. was it's so dumb all right well how about we talk about number three which might also have been a papa scotch <laughs> a wildly inappropriate game for the time it was made oh it's we Shaq are talking Fu. about shack <laughs> a legend reborn i still say it. we gave i a still say six. it wasn't that bad man <laughs> It was pretty bad. But tell us the story then if you remember it so well. Okay, Shaq was like uh, Moses down a river. (laughs) Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, you're right. That that happened. And he didn't know who his parents were. And then he found out he had Shaq Fu inside of him the whole time. That didn't happen. (laughs) I don't know. 
Well, be surprised I got that much. <laughs> I don't remember. You had to fight through multiple there was, places. There was a lot of... Uh, oh, you were fighting celebrities. Stereotypes. And yeah, celebrities. Yep, yep. One was Madonna. Yeah. One was... was uh, yeah, I do remember that because we talked about how Madonna, she wasn't socially relevant right. for like a decade before this. Like, it didn't make sense to parody a celebrity that's just been kind of like out of the game for so long. Well, wasn't there like a... Paris Hilton one too. Yeah, there's an Eminem one. Yeah, yeah, it was very rude. Oh yeah, that's right. There was a Kanye West one. He yeah. was uh, what was he blast? Uh, mm-hmm. Yee 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 was his name or something like that. Yeah, and then a Bieber one. It was uh, yeah, pretty bad. Do you remember his town was named Hung Low? It was a uh, it was a ball joke. It was a ball joke. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a lot of those racist genital jokes. A lot of racist genital jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Because the whole main boss was the Madonna analog named Yen Lo Wang, which uh, was evil because she adopted a bunch of PR babies. Right, right. It was just like tone deaf and stupid. And it, it, was, it was just, just wild stupid. out of hand, man. <laughs> like, who, who thought that was a great idea? In 2018. Yeah, it wasn't like an old game. No. Well, it probably was Kickstartered fucking. Five years before that. Yeah, but like, I mean, if this game came out in 2002, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much how it was. Yeah, okay. But this came out in 2018. Damn. Yeah, it's a little harsh, but you know, man, it's a game. Still want to defend it? I'd still play. (laughs) (laughs) I have a copy. I'll let you borrow it. Nice. I'm not proud about that at all. (laughs) So the number two game, which is the only game on this list, which I read thought about, and laughed. Oh, oh, yeah? oh, shit. It was so fucking bad. We are talking about, of course, Rogue Warrior. Oh, oh my God. That, that was I can't just, believe that wasn't the worst. The cursing fucking <laughs> cursing simulator. Yeah. Fucking cursing. Take that, you fucking bastard. Voiced by Mickey Rourke for some reason. Like, my theory is that there was just some extremely wealthy person that was just like, <laughs> I know this is weird, but the only thing I want to see in life is Mickey Rourke screaming obscenities into a microphone. <laughs> I don't care how it happens. I'll pay for that. You can make a game out of it. Try to make some of the money back. As another fan request, though, I'll give you that. Oh, God. And then the rap at the end. Oh, oh rap fuck. At the end. I'm glad I missed that. Oh, My God, no. I want to fucking download it right now again. Oh, God, it's fucking... Somebody bring that up on YouTube. (laughs) Like, ridiculous, stupid music. Like, I don't even know what kind of fucking music it was. I don't remember now. Electronica or rock. But all they did was, like, play his lines over, which were all extremely explicit as, like, a rap. What was the name of the game? Rogue (laughs) Warrior. Rogue Warrior rap. But it's supposedly based on a book, which was written by a guy who was supposedly a Navy SEAL who took part in like similar missions like this for real? Oh yeah, that's a hundred percent what they say. So that whole fact was supposed to give this whole project like a little bit of street cred, but it got none of it because it was complete absolute trash. I'm gonna show what time it is. I didn't need to hear it. Oh god, terrible. Yeah. You seem bummed out that now you had to look that up. Yeah, I remember it being better. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. I got, note taken. We'll just go ahead and move past Rogue Warrior because holy buckets. <laughs> Guys, and that wasn't even number one. We have a game that's even worse than this. Right oh, now, Jesus we Christ. got Papa Scotch and Scientist Deadlocked 
with two games apiece for the worst list. Oh, man. Number one, the game we gave a total score of two. <laughs> with scientists dropping a zero. Oh, Hold on. Man. Scientists, do you remember what you gave a zero this uh, year? No. Scientists gave it a zero, and both myself and Chomp Slap gave it a one. I can't believe you both gave it a one. It was a Papa Scotch pick. I knew that when I said a zero. You guys remember what it is? No. No. It was worse than Rogue Warrior? Oh, yeah. By almost three times worse? What was Rogue Warrior's score? Rogue Warrior's Rogue <laughs> okay. Warrior score was a three. This is a two. I don't know what it what is. What is it? Fight Club. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. Yes. That was definitely somebody who wasn't in it in the actual movie. <laughs> you yeah. guys, I really appreciate how hard you guys worked to remove that from your memories, and I'm sorry. Definitely, definitely a pop of scotch. Bro. I totally forgot. Yeah, seriously. That was terrible. I'm upset that I have to remember it now. Me too. <laughs> I'm pissed off that I remember that as a game. <laughs> Fuck. I can't believe it was worse than Rogue War. <laughs> yeah. Rogue Warrior was rough. You really fucking did it, man. This one had meatloaf. Voicing his character of Robert Paulson, Holt McElhenney, who is a real actor in real life, who played the mechanic in this one, he's like a really big bat guy. Yeah, yeah. And also two of the other actors who were, one was a bartender, one was a detective. These are real Hollywood actors who are reprising their role from the movie Fight Club, and this game was such fucking garbage. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. I think scientists is pissed. I am. I am. <laughs> Let's keep talking about it. So you play as... I got to piss. No, you go ahead. We'll talk about it. We're not cutting it. <laughs> go pee. So you play as a random ass dude. You just play as a random ass dude who happens to be near all the events specifically. Yeah, he's like from fucking the, the left hand man. You know I'm what I mean? I'm trying to look at this game and go over the notes, but it's just so bad. It was just terrible. The story was dumb. If you didn't know the movie, you didn't know anything because they didn't oh, tell right. anything like of the story. You're just trying to find Tyler, so you keep just going to other cities. Yeah, it was a bad fighting and getting game. Getting in fights yeah. from it's a fighting game, by the way. So let's say that. Yeah, and you have fucking two moves. You have a punch and a kick. That's it. It was, and terrible. then it just the game ends where the movie ends for some reason, and you hear a gunshot. So you you run up the steps and you see Jack and Marla up in that room. Yeah, looking at yeah. the skyscrapers or whatever. It was really, it's a companion. If you piece. didn't see the movie, you wouldn't know anything that was going oh, on. Oh exactly. no, not at all. It was really bad. And well, like I see the connection, like fighting game, Fight Club. Like there's some kind of connection there. I get it. Right. But I just don't get how like they're making a fighting game based on the movie Fight Club, and they're like, well, let's go ahead and put a story in here, guys. Like this has got to be good. No one cares. They would have just done the fighting game shit. <laughs> I, I don't need this whole story. Like, we could have kept this way more bare bones. Like, you're just rising up the ranks of your fucking fight club in Spokane, Washington, or whatever the fuck you're having. Yeah, that would have been fucking a hundred times better. Yeah, but we got this story about some random guy joining the fight club cause who was right there, right nearby when all these big movie events were happening, and then you're just going around looking for Tyler the whole time. Yeah, he's pretty much a background actor in the movie. So there you go. Our worst game of the year, Fight Club with a two. Now let's try to forget that one again. Yeah, I Done. hope we do. We should look at what the bottom five from last year were. No, no, think, let's not. No, we're done? Okay, we'll just move on. <laughs> all right, so number one game, 
that we reviewed from 2022. Oh, man. I'm fucking, I, I think I know what it is. <laughs> so do I. It's probably a Papa Scotch pick. I think it's a my pick. Um, is that you? Are you the one that picked that? I think so. Oh, oh well, guys, we don't know what it is. <laughs> did I pick it? You did pick it, yes. Yes! This game, <laughs> we talked about it way back, beginning of the year on February 10th. 2022 it was the first episode <laughs> yeah it was the first real uh, episode where we discussed a game for 2022 yeah it is bioshock infinite with a 60 damn with authority yeah how much over that is the se- over second place uh we just did second last of us that had a score of 59 and bioshock Infinite had a 60 so it was real close oh, oh. See, it wasn't with authority okay <laughs> Damn. So, I mean, Bioshock Infinite. I mean, come on. Like, come the fuck on. I mean, what else is there to say? It's an amazing sequel. After two installments of Bioshock just being under the water, we're like, well, let's just go ahead and get a third underwater game, I guess. And they're like, no, fuck you. It's in the sky. Yeah, this is <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> it seemed like, though, I we were like, oh, they were under the ocean. Now they're way up in the sky whatever i do what you did and then you go and play the game and the narrative completely makes sense of why it's in the sky yeah it was great i don't want to ruin it too much because if you haven't experienced it yet i i I don't even know what you're doing with yourself it's widely available it came out in 2013 so get out there play it yeah it's fucking old enough now is it really that old all right it has to be it was ps3 right completely blew me away the first time i played it it was one of the very few games where i finished the story and I just sat there and went, what the fuck did, what just happened? <laughs> yeah. And then I hopped on YouTube and had an adult explain it to me. And I was like, holy shit. I got to play through it it's again like, immediately. Wait, is that what happened? <laughs> Great game, man. Fucking love. It was fun to play too. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why yeah, I good made game. another one of well, those. What else can you say? Listen to, listen to us talk about it. Are they going to make another Bioshock? I mean, yeah, they got it, right? Like, it's, it's just it's way too. <laughs> there you go. Didn't we talk about it at one point, how they've said they're working on it, but there's just absolutely nothing, no info at all available? They'd have to start over again, yeah. Well, whatever. Here's us talking about Bioshock Infinite. Enjoy. So, game starts. You're in a boat with these, this strange man and woman. You'll later find out their names were... Lutesses. Oh, yeah, they're the Lutesses. But, but mm-hmm. they're rowing a boat. You are you play as one Booker DeWitt. You're a private eye. And you're here to get the woman and clear your debt is what you remember. That's all you ever say mm-hmm. when people ask. Give us the girl. Give us the girl. Wipe away the debt. Wipe away mm-hmm. the debt. Yeah, okay. So it's 1912, coast of Maine. You arrive at a lighthouse. And they're like, here you go, get in there. So you get off the boat. You climb up the lighthouse. This, You open the door. And there's a seat there. So you just sit in the seat. Like, duh. You get strapped in. And you get shot in the, to the clouds. And land in a city in the sky. 15,000 feet in the air. Called... It's called Columbia. Yep. It's a beautiful place. And you just see this. there's all these statues for the leader of the place called Comstock. He's like a God founder type person. And to get into the place, you have to be baptized. So you're like, all right, just get baptized. And the priest 
holds you under the water. You pass out. You wake up. <clears throat> yeah, you just pass out. It's... You drown. <laughs> yeah. It, there's there's a it, it, listeners. If you're out there and you go into a new place and they say you can't get in here until you're baptized, probably not a, not a good sign. You don't want to uh, anything to do with that place. Yeah, turn around, find the debt some other way. You know, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. So here you pass out. And you have your first dream about you being back in your private eye detective room, and people are saying, "Bring us the girl, wipe away the debt," and then you wake up. Boom, you're in the city. There's a parade going on. Everyone's like celebrating. There's some talk about the lamb being the savior of the city. It's just too much religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very religious. Very like God King situation. Yes, yes. Like the founder is the one, the only God King. Infallible. You just hear a God lot about him too. Just... Ooh, Comstock's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So in this, they they basically, if, if if I'm remembering this correctly, they're crediting the creation of Columbia to Comstock. Like, he did everything himself as far as the average person knows. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And like, if, he brought us all this. This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's the reason that everybody's living in this perfect utopia where they get to boss black people and fucking Irishmen around. Yeah, they do not care for them. <laughs> not at all. So you see this, the Lutesses again. You're like, hey, flip this coin. And then you're like, what the fuck was that all about? Whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're walking around. You get to this racist raffle where like, hey, throw this baseball at a fucking interracial couple. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> I had a nickel. And before you throw, you got to choose who you throw it at. But before you throw, the cops see there's a brand on your hand that says AD. And they're like, oh, my God, that's the false shepherd. (gasps) And apparently there's all these prophecies by Mr. Comstock that's saying that there's a false shepherd. It's going to try to take the lamb and lead her astray, yada, yada. You know, classic bullshit. Mm -hmm. So you end up, you you have to start killing people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a way to put it I mean yeah so you kill a bunch of cops get some vigors that give you special powers you know yeah the equivalent in case you don't of know. tonics yeah and you're working your way to trying to get to Comstock's airship to get to the monument island to because you figured girl. you found out that's where the, the girl is that you're supposed to get right right you eventually get there you get the ship blah 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 and then Comstock starts talking shit to you. He's like, fuck off, you fucking suck. Over the intercom. And you're like, whatever. I mean, you're paraphrasing, but not, <laughs> not by a lot. You get to the island. Like you're, don't they, what do they refer to you as? The, there's the lamb and you're the false shepherd. The false yeah. shepherd, yep. All because you're branded on your hand. That's right. You have AD branded on your hand. Mm-hmm. I forget what they say, but why? They don't say it. It's, it's part of a prophecy. It's just the, what Comstock said the prophecy was. Right, right. So you get on this monument island, find Elizabeth. She's fucking dicking around with tears and space time and stuff, making portals to other dimensions. You know how it is when she thinks mm-hmm. nobody's watching. Yeah, it's kind of weird that there's all these wall-sized mirrors in every room of her fucking place. But well, whatever. I mean, somebody's <laughs> trying to watch her. Yeah, but she doesn't think anything of it. Is what I mean. 
So you break her out, and then you get attacked by this big robot bird known as Songbird. The Songbird, that's correct. So you're running out, you're like, oh, we got to get the fuck out of this building because the robot bird's destroying everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you eventually try to run out, but shit gets fucked. The building collapses, and you fall to another layer of Columbia that was underneath this one. Something like that. It's a floating beach. And you're like, oh, flashback to your old house, girl debt shit, blah, blah, blah. Every time you have a flashback, it's the same thing. Yeah. This time you you end up w- waking up and there's you're talking about Anna. You're like, Anna, Anna, where are you, Anna? Uh-huh. You get there. You're on the beach. You come to. And you see that there's an airship, and it's supposedly going to Paris. So you're like, oh, we got to get there. So you go find Elizabeth, because she's out dancing, having a good time, because she's been locked in a fucking prison her whole life. So you're like, all right, Elizabeth, we got to go get on this airship, get the hell to Paris. (laughs) So you try to buy tickets, and the guy at the ticket booth being a real dick. Stabs you in the hand eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. parts makes him a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he was not cool about this at all. No. Well, I, I mean, he's trying to catch you. He's talking on the phone. And he's he being tell- real obvious about it. Yeah, it's not like he's like, oh, wait. Oh, oh. He's, putting he's, like, in a he's like, yeah, the guy's here. He's yeah, like, yeah, we'll stop him. Yeah. Hold, hold on, I'll get the right to you. The package has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That's not code for anything, I promise. You end up fucking killing a whole bunch more people. And Elizabeth runs off. She's like, no, you killed people. That's horrible. Then you eventually talk to her. It's like, look, it was either them or us. This is going to happen. I'm trying to save you here. So she's like, "Uh, all right, whatever. Let's go. (laughs) I do want to see Paris. So it turns out while you're trying to get to the airship, there's a gondola that brings you there, and it's not working. You have to find a specific vigor to shock shock jockey to proceed uh-huh. so now you're on your quest to get shot now jockey. you're looking for shock jockey so you find out oh yeah at this point there's a bee in an elevator and elizabeth opens a tear and's like here get the bee out of here and you're like what the fuck was that and then she's like well look i can open these tears sometimes it's cool shit sometimes it's not and then the songbird Comes flying out the tear. Almost kills you guys, but she closes the tear just in time. So she has the ability to open up holes in time and space? Parallel universes? Who knows what it is? Right, I don't think she even knows at this point. But you see all these signs that are like, shock jockey, get your free sample at the Hall of Heroes. So you're like, all right, let's go there. So you're going there, and you see all this Comstock propaganda. It's fucking everywhere. Yep. Yep, sure is. And then you find out that Liz is Comstock's daughter? I don't know if you find out here, but I think Slate tells you that. Slate is a general from the army who's like, Comstock's a fucking liar. He never did anything great, blah, blah, blah. And you eventually have to fight him to get the shock jockey. So you fight him, and he can save him, kill him, whatever. Yeah, he's a pretty big dick this whole time. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, trying to get, I don't know what his deal, like he's trying to get Booker to admit that Booker's an asshole. I don't know what his whole Yeah, he's just like, why don't you just tell everyone you fucked up a wounded knee or whatever, right? Is that what he's trying to say? Yeah, 
Yeah, because it was the Hall of Heroes was like uh, I I don't know how to it's like a museum that celebrated all the victories of the USA up until that point, and with exactly the tact you think would have happened in 1912. Yeah, exactly. And big Comstock was the hero of every fight. Bullshit. Right. So you get the shock jockey. You you start up the gondola or whatever, and you get on the airship. And you're like, all right, let me set the coordinates here because I know exactly how to do this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you set it up, and Elizabeth's like, wait a minute. Those coordinates will send us to New York, you fucking piece of shit. And you're like, hey, I got debts to pay. And you're like, hey, I got a debt. The only reason I'm here is to fucking, I got I got a real gambling problem, and you're my ticket out of here. So she's like, fuck you, hits you with a wrench, and knocks you the fuck out. And when you eventually wake up, uh... What's her name? Fitzroy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's her first name? Daisy. Daisy, thank you. You wake up and Daisy Fitzroy, who is uh she's a, like the leader of a rebellion called the Vox Populi, and they just wanna I guess they want freedom for everybody, everyone to be equal type shit. At least that's what they tell you. And they're like, All right, well, we'll let you use the airship, but you have to get us weapons first. Go visit this dude. <laughs> Another fetch class. She's like, all right, we'll I'll go. Yeah, I don't know why Daisy picks you to do it. Because you want your ship you back. Want, yeah, you want the ship. So she's like, all right, well, if you want a favor, you do me a favor. I get it, but getting the guns seemed pretty important, and she just sent this guy. Yeah. So, like, she should have sent, know why like, she a whole crew, right? <laughs> like, yeah. how it's like, we took your ship, now get us guns. Yeah. Oops, you fell asleep at the, or- the wheel, so here you are. So you, you're like, all right, I'll fucking do it, whatever. So you go, you're going to meet a gunsmith, blah, blah, blah. You, you have to jump through tears because he's missing. And then you're like, wait, maybe if we jump through the stair, he's over here. Oh, the guns are here. We got to tear them. Make a tear. So the guns are back where they should be, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, I guess yeah. before this, with your tears, you were just like bringing things into your world. Like that was part of the game mechanic. You can bring in a tear of like a turret, yeah, or yeah. or a motorized Washington or something like that. But this is the first moment where it's like, oh, let's go to a different universe. Yes, and I think it had something to do with your distance away from the siphon. the tower she was captured. The siphon—that's what they call it. Yeah, because your distance from the siphon, her powers are getting stronger. Yeah, that makes sense. But so you go through all these tears, you eventually. End up in a world where Booker was a martyr for the cause, for the Vox Populi. Because she opens tears and just goes to different Yeah, because they're at different worlds at different times. She seems whatever. to just do it uh, all willy-nilly when something's easier to do. Yeah. I don't want to carry this box. Let's just go to a world where this box isn't there. And she says she can make tears. I don't know if she says it yet, but you're only using tears that she just finds at, the, yeah. at this time. Yeah, man. It's like the, uh, it's like the multiverse problem. That you see in Rick and Morty, or we talked about a little bit about Loki. Like when there are infinite universes to jump into, then nothing matters. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, you end up this one. Booker was a martyr. The Vox Populi is winning the revolution. And Fitzroy's like, You're not fucking Booker. I knew Booker. Booker was a good man. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah. He died for the cause. You're being a blasphemer. Yeah, or like you're, you're either. A liar or a fraud, so... Yeah, either way, you're a bad person. You get absolutely none of the goodwill from Booker in the previous. Exactly. Well, it's not the same Booker. 
Yeah, right. different different booker, true. But you can't even like sneak under there under his coattails and be like, no, it's me still. See, I'm not a dick. It's just, that's not you. Fuck you. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be hostile towards you. Our booker was awesome. You you suck. <laughs> You're a piece of shit booker. Right. Anyway, you end up killing Fitzroy because she was going to kill a kid or something. Yeah, it was one of the founder's kids or whatever the other group's called. I don't remember. Well, yeah, she... Yeah. She killed Fink, like right there in front of you, and then she was about to kill Fink's kid. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah, because she was like, oh, you got to destroy everybody, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Elizabeth ends up killing her, and she's like, oh, my God, it's the first time I killed anything. This is so weird. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So you get you get to the ship. Songbird attacks the ship, of course, and the ship falls. You fall back down to fucking Columbia. And you see the Lutesses again. Because, I don't know, they show up all the time. Yeah, they sure do. And being all weird. Yeah, I like when they're like, he's like, you're always following me. He's like, we're always here before you. Yeah, you're always following us. So now you're like, all right, we got to go to the Comstock house because we, I don't know, I don't remember why you go in there. To find Comstock. Is it? Yeah, you were going to find Comstock after a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I guess you're going to find. That becomes the ultimate goal. Yeah, I didn't think that was yeah, but so you go to the Comstock house, you need your mother's or you need Elizabeth's mother's finger oh, to get in the door. Such a terrible part of the game. So you go in the corpse rob it, and then the ghost comes. You see the Lutesses, they're digging their own graves, they're ghosts. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, it gets uh, a little spooky at this point. I do remember beating this game on like the highest difficulty, and I remember this battle where she kept resurrecting people being a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass on normal difficulty. Was it? I didn't get that far. Just play through. Yeah, she has the power to resurrect everybody. Yeah. And then you'd, you'd have no ammo, and you could only get it from Elizabeth, and she would just throw you for a random gun you had, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, well, you kill a bunch of fucking ghosts. Yeah. Eventually, you, you appease her somehow. You're like, hey, you can rest in peace, because you're, op- you're opening tears here, and you find out that Liz was, quote, unquote, adopted, mm-hmm. and she was supposed to be being groomed to be the next ruler and Comstock killed his wife and the Latesses to cover it up, how she was obtained or whatever. Because the Latesses yeah. actually gave Elizabeth as a child to Comstock. Yeah, it was that Comstock, uh, because of all his tear bullshit, he like aged rapidly and was infertile, but he needed an heir. So the Latesses said to him, like, all right, you let us survive, you let us do our work. Uh, we kind of have this multi-universe thing. We can get you an heir that's legitimately your kid, just as from another universe. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So the originally the Lotesses helped him. They're also the people who created the floating bullshit that makes Columbia fly. And yes, yes. The Lutesses then help you as revenge. Yeah, for because killing them because they killed because Comstock killed them after they did all the shit. Exactly. So. The mother's ghost gets to rest in peace or whatever. Songbird comes in, knocks you out. Another dream sequence. You do get knocked out a lot in this game. Right? He's got to have concussions. Lutesses and Liz are in your office this time. Bird's about to murder you. And then Elizabeth offers herself. She's like, no. Songbird, take me. Leave him. So the bird just picks her up and flies off. Oh, this is back in real life. After you come back from your knockout. Oh, yes. 
I don't know how you get transported, but you get transported to the future. Uh, they tell you in a couple minutes how you get transported there. Mm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the future. Liz is the ruler of Columbia. Elizabeth pulled you there to show yeah. you how it came. Yeah, yeah. I knew that, but I, I don't remember him telling you straight up. She tells oh, you. Oh, she, Elder Liz tells you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let me get to it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So Elder Liz pulls you in. She's attacking New York, and she's all tortured and brainwashed, and that's how she became the leader and why she's doing the shit she's doing. Which was Comstock's ultimate goal. Yeah, Comstock always wanted her to take over and destroy the world. With yeah, this was Columbia. Yeah, this was the vis- the version of Elizabeth, where Booker was in this exact situation trying to help her, and he failed. Yes, yes. That's what she turned into after that. And she tells him, she's like, yeah, you try so many times, so many different realities, but the songbird always gets you. Here, take this note. And you're like, what? It's like, here, take this note, go back, (laughs) give it to Liz. She'll figure it out. It's like a child's drawing. Because you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, she'll know what it means. Just give it to her. Yeah. You'll have a shot. So you get back and you give Liz the note. Well, you eventually free her from her captor. Her, she's in like a prison, being tortured and such. And you give her the note. She's like, "I get all this except for this picture of the cage. I don't get what this cage is." Anyway, let's kill Comstock. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, "Now I want to kill Comstock," and you're like, "No, I'm not going to let you, because I'm going to do it." Huh? Mm-hmm. So. You're in Comstock's place, and she sees this uh, model of the monument tower that she was held up in for so long. And it has this siphon that siphons her power and why she was kept Mm -hmm. in the tower because it was siphoning her power. Wasn't her power used to levitate the Yeah, it was a whole bunch of stuff in Columbia. So she's like, oh, my God, we got to go kill that fucking tower. The siphon, mm-hmm. so I can have all the power I need, and I can t- make my own tears and shit. So, like, all right, whatever. So, you get to Comstock. He's doing some prophet babble. He's like, oh, I knew this would come. I'm the prophet. I'm smart. And he's well, like, why don't you tell her about how she lost her finger, dickhead? <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And those were, that's a quote from the game. <laughs> you're like, what are you talking about? I'm going to beat your head on this fucking little baptismal font you got here. And then I'm going to drown you in it. <laughs> Great game. I mean, I I really look forward to the sequel of this game. I'm, But, you know, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too hard and then get them absolutely demolished like the Callisto Protocol. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh throwing shade. Ooh, throw a burn. I, it's the end of the year. I had to throw that out there. Throw it out there, man. So, yeah, I mean, that does it for our rundown of 2022. The best games, the worst games, everything. And then for the next two weeks, we're still on vacation, so you're going to have a couple different episodes, and next week, we're going to be... No, you know what? Not going to ruin it. Just going to say we're we're talking about a video game movie next week, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Oh, it's one you guys fucking love, I'm sure. And then the week after that, we got another special episode where... No spoilers. You, you guys got to get back here. You got to listen. It's not it's a video be game movie, is it? It's no. not a video game movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you forget what it was? I... I 
Seriously. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Right, we're going to come back at you with some other new stuff. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you guys went to the subreddit. Let us know how you feel about these special episodes. And if you like them, if we should do more, or if you hate them and you just want us to talk about video game stories, then we'll stop. Real easy. Just let us know. We won't stop, man. No, no we're it gives us stop. a break at the end of the year. No, no. There's a lot less research when we do one of oh, these. Oh, dude. This episodes. is so easy. We just. Banged out this episode. Fucking, I didn't do shit for it. <laughs> exactly. It was great. So, yeah. So, maybe we'll talk about other movies in the future. <laughs> but if the people out there want to get in touch with us via email, send us maybe some video game recommendations or movie recommendations or whatever that they want us to watch or talk about, uh, where would they send that email to, Sir Chomp Slap? Oh, I'll send that to plytime at gmail.com. I'll check it out, see what you guys say. Maybe. No, I will respond. Yeah, there you go. I mean, he hasn't not responded yet. He has a 100% guaranteed yeah. response rate, at least the first time. It's an illness. Where can they get to us then faster on the socials, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Tom on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, stop by the Reddit and join in the conversations. Post some funny pics of everything we say. I, I don't know. Everything we say. Everything. I'll, I'll, I'll start again next year with the ideas. I don't <laughs> Yeah. He's tapped out, folks. He's ready for that vacation we're about to take. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so with that, we're going to shout out Blaine JJ, we're going to shout out Ham Man, we're going to shout out Drago the Slago, and as always, we're going to shout out Louise Guzman, number one in our hearts. Get your butts back here for season five, by the way. And then, oh, oh yeah, more importantly than all that, don't trust Dr. Scientists, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. 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 <laughs>